Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Breathe, Negroes. You, 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 you. Negroes, you. We got what you need. And you say we are Negroes. And you say we are Negroes. Oh, oh baby, you. you. Yes, indeed. Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed. We're Negroes. Another episode in the books. Suge, what's happening? Chilling. We are on episode 24. So we're sitting on 24s today. Yes, indeedy. I'm with it. Um... Go ahead and give us a rundown of today's show. This episode, we're going to cover the golf news of the week in a new way. So we hope you enjoy that. We're going to get into last week's recaps of the Barbasol <laughs> Championship, <laughs> the Open Championship Major, the LPGA Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. Some long-ass names, man. Yes, they are. This week's 3M Open, short name. And uh, a Monday Evian Championship for the LPGA side of the uh, of the of the green this week. We're going to get into a diversity topic. Uh, we're going to get into a golf dot com article on how to be more socially conscious golfer. So we'll give you some tips there. We're going to get into the front nine. Get into the top nine board games. Yes, going to be an interesting list. Um, <clears throat> we're going to get into the back nine. Talk about pars and prep. We're getting ready for the hard knock slice, no hooks tournament. So we're going to get out there with them drivers and jab, 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 jab. Yes, indeed. So we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, What are we hating on the weekly segment? And we're going to get into the gigging song of the week. Going to take y'all back. We lost another pioneer of hip hop. Uh, You know, RIP, rest in power to Biz Marquis. And we're going to give you uh, just a friend. And we're going to get into the shout outs to close the show. I love it. Good rundown of a show. Uh, you know, we left you guys short last week, but we were on vacation. So um, I'm pretty sure you guys enjoyed that short show because we've rolled out some and we have a little hate from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to that section, too. And we still sweeping out sand for for just let y'all know that from vacation. Yeah, no shit. Sand everywhere. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Um, how do you feel about us losing all our pioneers? We've lost a lot of hip hop folks lately. It's tough, man, because you kind of. I hate to say this, man, but you know, you, it, always, you know, you hear your, you know, you hear your older, you hear the older folks in your in your generation, <clears throat> whether it be your direct family, your mom, your, you know, your pops, and you kind of hear them talk about losing their legends, right? Yeah, and, and now I kind of feel like. 
now that now that you know now we're experiencing some of that and seeing a lot of, of pioneers go from the early hip hop days, man. So, you know, shit we grew up on. Yeah. You know, things that, that were monumental in my life. And, you know, you can remember these songs when these guys pass. Oh, I was here. I was there. I was at this, I was at this middle school dance trying to, you know, trying to do what we do when we're young. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's tough. But, you know, I, the good thing about what these guys uh they leave they leave a legacy though that is for sure yeah and biz you know what i'm just reading a lot on him man um they they said that he and uh fat joe kind of had a real good relationship and they talked frequently like he kind of reached out to he has some folks that he reached out to on a regular basis so that's that's cool i think that's what that's really cool he did for sure yeah. um yeah i saw those <clears throat> stories too on instagram and yeah. and twitter and uh he had a big impact he did, man. Um, great DJ. Oh, no was, doubt. Was hosting on LL Cool J's channel on on Sirius. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a huge loss. He's oh yeah. You know they they labeled him as a clown prince of hip hop, uh, and and he was doing some things. So yeah, and he kind of like I think he was kind of like he showed that you can be different and still, you know, have an impact because you know like sometimes with certain things like when you look at certain sports figures or whatever, they push they push the guys that have a certain look. Well Biz don't fit. He never he never fit any kind of specific look, but he made it work. Yeah, he and, did. Yeah. He rocked that Georgetown shit too, man. And I yeah, I like that was that that he you know, he was I like that shit, man. That was cool to see that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get we'll do our dedication to yep. Biz later. Um let's get into our golf news of the week. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. Yes, Negro Golf News. Uh, let's talk about Tiger a little bit. So uh, there is the playing lessons that was put out there uh, with him and Jada. Um, and this was recorded before he got into his little incident and accident. Um it was actually a pretty cool video to see um, just the little tidbits and tips that he was giving Jada, um, but also her asking questions to him uh, to make him open up, which which was uh, uh, different for him to see, see that he was opening up and asking mm-hmm. questions. So what do you think? <laughs> My first thought is going to be wrong, man, on this one, just because when I saw it at first, I was like, well, did he get in an accident because he was thinking about them yams? <laughs> yeah. them, them yams was out there. They were, dude. And yeah, hate to say it, but you know, you know, all respect to you know a married woman, but still, dude, like she's a good looking woman, man. Yeah, she she fine. Yep. <clears throat> so it was hard. I I could see like, and that that was my first thought, but I, that's just the con, you know, just the just me being stupid. But I did. I thought it was a cool. So it was a cool dynamic to kind of see them kind of go, you know, teach her, you know, learning from him. And um, the one thing I do remember about the the little the, the piece that I saw was he was telling her how to hold how to hold the club and right. just to change her grip a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, man, <clears throat> and then they showed her kind of hit that drive right after he gave her that tip. And you kind of see, 
you kind of see it. You kind of see like the magic that that guy has. You know what I mean? He looked at one little thing and was like, "Hey, try this," and then bam, she's knocking that shit way out there. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So it was just. I mean, you know, all jokes aside, I thought it was a pretty cool clip. And unfortunate man that you know he got in that accident right after that. But yep. it's good to see that they did something with the footage. I agree. Uh, let's roll over to the open. So it was kind of a bad week for uh, Bryson. Mm. The buff man, DeChambeau, um, at the mm-hmm. open. And uh, he blamed his his driver for a little bit of his issues. Um, I don't know how to take that if if I was a sponsor. Um, I'm like, man, you like to tinker too much, mm-hmm. like to play too much with your stuff. Uh, that's on you. You know, we gave you the club that we think fits you, but you're trying to outsmart us. So what say you? Yeah, I mean, I, I – I have, I think I'm starting to kind of have a problem with Bryson and kind of the way that he's that he approaches things. Um, I think that you know these guys are professionals. I think sometimes you have to look within. It's not your equipment, and you can't sit there and tinker every single thing every week and expect to go out there and be consistent, right? So, I think for me, it's it's the player, it's the you're the one swinging the club. That club is probably one, if not the best driver in the world. How is it not close? True. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, like, if I had that driver, hey, man, I think, you know, you can, you can, you can debate yourself, like, what, what would work, but we don't have access to some of the technology he does. So, you know, I, I think some of the things to me are like getting to be old. Um, sure. And the guy needs to, like, chill out, man. So that brings me to this. Is he replacing Patrick Reed on your list for the most hated? He's getting close, but that's hard to replace, man. Yeah. It's I, hard to replace. Man, I, I I picked Reed last week. He was he was playing pretty good, too. He was. Yeah, I know you weren't happy about that. And then he, he, he kind of, you know, he set like them sons did. Yikes. <laughs> I was that was where I was gonna go next is how you felt about the finals, but we already know. He said set like the suns. Yeah. Um but I will bring up two things, man, that I thought were pretty fucking comical. And this had, this is our entertainment section of the week. Yes. So we uh this is comedy, man. If you guys haven't seen this, go out there and look this up on Twitter or just Google the shit. Look up proposal gone wrong. And I think it took back. I think it, I think it happened in Massachusetts somewhere back east. And this dude was trying to propose in front of an entire like base, like, you know, my minor league baseball um, game. And the lady didn't even react right. She just like rushed off of the little the little thing, like the, the part of the dugout. And she just bolted off of the thing, dude. And he's just and they caught this shit on camera. Uh, that's a little awkward. Devastation, dude. Devastated. Devastation. He was in love. He found the oh. one that he loved and wanted Man. to share it. But I have a theory. You cannot be in a stadium. No. And propose. It never works out well. Mm. No. Either the it there's a decline on the answer, mm-hmm. and it's awkward. Or you're doomed afterwards. And I know there's a lot of people that believe that. Um, but when it's on camera, it's even worse. 
Did you feel bad? Did you shed a tear for him? No, I was fucking dying. (laughs) 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 I mean, I mean, I felt like, did I feel bad at first? I kind of was like, I was like, oh, that's fucked up. And then I'm just like, I was just, I had to roll on that one, man, because that one just had me out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. It is tough, dude. But you know what, though, man? I think when you kind of, when you're trying to bring the attention on you instead of the the moment. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of what you were getting at. Like, you can't, something about that, I, I agree with that. When you make the moment about bigger than what it should be or the focus I, I i agree that it's not it's not in the right place always make it private mm-hmm. no any, doubt anytime so if you get turned down no one's recording no one's there to watch mm-hmm. so make it private yeah always propose like i always think about like these dudes set up these extravagant proposal things and the lady says no mm-hmm. now you got to save face because then if you're amongst all our boys, hey, man, you remember that time when you proposed to that girl and she uh, said, hell no? Shit. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, you'll never live that shit down. No, not never. with us. Shout out to the Red Cup boys. Yes, indeed. Y'all are some assholes and y'all would hold that on us. Mm-hmm. Speaking, of, speaking of being an asshole, but you know what? I kind of feel like this is a national story because they put this shit on CNN. Uh-oh. <laughs> but uh, I want you guys, our listeners, to also go out there and check out. And this is tough. Because I'm not trying to, <laughs> it's going to sound so bad, but I really, um, I think all children are beautiful in their own way, but this is what I'm going to say, man. They, they are put, they put this story out there with, with, uh, ice T's little daughter who looks just like him, man, come on, man, come on, dog. It's rough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough, dude. She's like six or she's got to be like six or seven, but she looks just like this dude. Yeah, it's a little tough. It's tough. Okay. And how is this a national fucking story? Hey, it's entertainment. Everyone's <laughs> got to be entertained. The Kardashians are a little quiet, so yeah. But you you can look at them. I, and I, you know, no, I, like I said, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I'm just there's just some shit you see that comes across your feed sometimes, and I'm just like, this. Are you serious? Like, I <laughs> I had to look and make sure that this was not like fake. <laughs> like, I had to actually make sure like this was not a fake story. Because <laughs> go out there and look for yourself. Go out there and look on CNN and check out the story of. You know, his daughter looks just like him, man. And I just, I wasn't ready for that, dude. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Got you there. Uh, well, that that wraps up our new segment of the week. <laughs> um, Welcome to the Negro Golf News. And that's it. It's just shit you can't unsee. Um, we moving uh, on yeah let's move on let's let's talk about the barbasol yes the barbasol um that was kind of a moot point but i will say um seamus power he he did win the championship and that was actually a this was like a six hole playoff 
Okay. So, you know, interesting golf. Um, I mean, I, I do remember them having coverage of it on the golf channel, but I was kind of focused more on the open and, um, you know, the, the ladies tournament that took place last week with, uh, the 18 names on it. But, um, it was, uh, you know, you got to give it to the man for going out there and it was a, it was a tour event. It was a tour event, but I still don't understand the scheduling of these things. Uh, we're, so if you didn't stay up at night to watch the open, you were watching it during the day. And it was replayed, what, a couple times during the day, in the yeah. morning and in the afternoon? It was weird. So uh, there's no way to compete. But there was a lot of people saying the Barbasol was actually better golf than the Open. So um, I can feel that. I saw some of the highlights and stuff. But the Open was just, it's a major, and it, it was dope. Let's let's talk about the Open. Man, Colin Marikawa, man, takes the 149th Open, open champion Ship with a 265 and a four round total. Um, each one of those rounds was under 68, and he edged out Jordan Spieth and John Rahm for the major. And this is crazy, man, because this is his second major in just as many tries. Yeah, man, he's having a great year. Yeah. Shout out to B. Call. Uh, this is his guy. He always put picks Colin mm-hmm. Marukawa. Um, and so shout to him. Uh, hey, he. He did perform. And two, uh, two M, two million for that victory, man. And the Claret jug, yeah. which uh, I've seen pictures of him drinking out of. Yeah, and they showed it walking through just the, like, the airport with the shit. Just. Uh, he flew commercial. Back. <laughs> right. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. I mean, I love it, but he did have the trophy out in the open. It's like he did. easy. It were, but you know what it kind of reminded me of? Like Giannis. Like just real down to earth type of cat. Like I, I may have just done something great, but I'm like, didn't he go to like? What did he go to? Chick Chick Fil A and ordered a, a huge meal. Yeah, and the lady was looking. She looked stunned. I think she knew who he was, but mm-hmm. she wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, I and then he starts chanting and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. He's having fun. Good for yeah, him. Man. But I'm, I'm just saying, like I, I love the spirit. Like, and I think Colin has that kind of spirit too. Like he knows. He kind of, he kind of, he knows his, he knows his value. You know what I'm saying? And, sure. And I think he's, he understands kind of what he's, and that's, I think, where you see the difference. Like, Bryson can learn a lot from this guy. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. So, Colin is now the face of golf? Is that what people are going to make not, him? I'm not, I don't, I, you, you're going to, he has to, you got to make a case. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Jordan Spieth, like how he moves the needle uh, when he plays well. So, he, you know, he played okay the first day, but then when he mm-hmm. started coming back and playing well, mm-hmm. oh, we got to watch him, you know, this, this, yeah. and that. So they want him as the face. Uh, I'm not there yet because the Undertaker had to revive his game from the dead. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. He's been playing well, but yeah. right now you got to give it up to Colin. He's doing his yeah. thing. Shit. And the crazy part, bogey-free last round. Can you imagine that Crazy. Shit? Crazy. Um and uh, you know the we I think we kind of talked about this leading up to the to the round or to the merit last week, but the bunkers, man, <laughs> yo, crazy shit. Like I that, I don't know how some of them guys are still not digging out. If you drop five balls in there, how many are you getting out? Oh, fuck it, I'm new sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get two out, two yeah, or three shit. out. It's but it it's tough. tough, man. It's tough. 
Yep. And like the the cool thing about Colin, man, like I said, you know, there's not a lot of guys that have have are that have come close to this at under 25, and the the list is very small. But let's see here. What do I have? Uh, it's Rory Tiger. Yep. Um, Steve Bolasteros. Okay. Bobby Jones, Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, and then Gene Sarazon, I think. Sarazon. Okay. And then that all with two majors before the age of 25. That's pretty good company. It is. That's what I'm saying. I think that I don't know if he's there yet, but, you know, he's making a case. But the one thing I want to talk to you about, man, <laughs> is that cat, Louie. Hey. Oh, dude. He can play. He can play. He can play. But he can't. He, yeah. he can't. He can't. He can't finish, bro. Well, there's another golfer that we like to mention on yeah. this show that does the same thing. He's fucking up left and right. Yeah, it it happens. Maybe they should, you know what, they, they should team up at the next team event and see what happens. Maybe they get a win together. Maybe. Okay. Shit. Because Louie made a lot of bread being two and three and four. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times. It is true. It is very true. Before we get into the ladies, we like to look nice and proper. Keep your skin nice and tight. And your eyes are only aesthetics. Keep your skin nice and tight and right. So let's hear from them. Hey, golfer, gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare. Available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Thank you, Black Barbie. Shout outs. Uh, let's get into the ladies. Tell me a little bit about the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. We just need like four or five more names on that. <laughs> nah, um, this was actually a team event. Um, so we had a pair of sisters who actually took this and it was Aria and Moria and man, this last name is rough, but it is, I'm going to say Wontonagam. Um, John Tonagan. Wontonagam. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll but go with that. But I don't know what, I, I can't say it right, but they're, um, they won this team event with the 256 total which uh, they both took home 279k each. Again, let's get some more bread for the ladies. Yes, please. Come on, man. This was a team event. Y'all could have broke them off at least. Give them, give them three fifty. Yeah, I'll each. take that. Come on, yeah, they are sponsors, bro. Yeah, you know we got to get there. Yeah, but th- this was a cool event because it show it showcased the women teaming up kind of for match play. This is different type of of an event for the ladies. Uh, the second year of this type of an event. So, you know, hopefully this is something that they'll, you know, they'll pick back up on. Um, 
real quick on the the changes in the in the FedEx Cup race. Uh, Colin now is in first, Jordan second, and uh, Patrick Cantlay's third. Nice. And in the the CME Globe update, uh, no change there. You still have Nelly Corda, Patty Tanatavakit, and Lydia Ko. Man, you said that name. We ran into that name before. Now you're saying it like a pro. That, that's right. We getting it. I love it. Uh, let's roll into the events that are happening this week. So we had a blast with the, with the open and now we come back and we're going to the, to Minnesota. Uh, give us the rundown of the three M open. It will be at the TPC twin cities, uh, course, which is in Blaine, Minnesota, uh, somewhere probably out there in the, in the twin cities. <laughs> Uh, this is a PGA course uh, with a par of 72, total of 7,164 total yards. And this course was designed by Tom, or by Arnold Palmer and Tom Lehman in, back in 2000, uh, the year 2000. This course has a rating of 75.4. And the purse, 6.6 million. Again, the bread. Come on, man. Help the ladies out, y'all. Yeah. Um, Michael Thompson was the 2020 winner. With a final score of 265 with a minus 19. This has been a PGA event since 2001. And uh, it used to actually be called, the, it, the, this is in its third year because they changed the name. So they, you know how they kind of go back and forth between like a, like an open or an invitational or, you know, whatever the case may be. But now it's called a 3M open. So, Sure. And there's some decent names in this. DJ, Tony. Uh, Bubba's playing in this. Matthew Wolf, Fowler, Keegan. Uh, so not bad. After the open, uh, you have a enough big names to choose from. Um, I think looking at that field, I'm gonna go with DJ. DJ didn't play too bad in in the open last week. Uh, just seems to be writing the ship a little bit. Uh, getting his game back together. Maybe he cares about golf a little bit now. And so I'm going to roll with DJ. And then um, Sleeper, I'm going to roll with Bubba. I've been rolling with Bubba. His swag is is, is on one thou wow. So yeah. uh, let's let's go with Bubba. Right on, man. Um, <clears throat> I'm going with D. I'm going to go with DJ as well. I think I think for once you kind of you kind of see you kind of saw him kind of it kind of clicked with him a little bit last week. So maybe that'll translate. I also I, I really I mean, I don't this dude swing is weird to me, but I, I somehow you know he's he's playing decent golf too, but I like Matt Wolf. Yep, and uh, I'm gonna go with Ricky, man, because this is an off week. These guys are gonna get ready. You know they're getting ready. A lot of these other guys are getting ready for the Olympics. Yep, I think Rick might be able to go in there and, and take one. Yeah, you you could be right. Ricky's actually right in the ship. Uh, I I I say look out for Ricky next season. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's starting to click. Yeah. But he's running out of time, uh, in the season, but. Next season, when we start getting to the first major and stuff, yep. look for Ricky to step up and do some things. You know, you know what sucks too is that you just mentioned that man, but there's no major until April of like next year. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's it's tough. It's it's set in. Yeah. Speaking of majors, I got turned down for Masters tickets again. That email comes through, and it's like. Getting the bad news on a sneaker app, man. It's it's like <laughs> take this L. You know, that shit is tough. Yeah. That shit said, You were not selected, mm-hmm. nigga. I was like, ooh, 
that was tough. I am not going to the Masters this year. Man, it's like when you still hear people that, like, when they're really trying to get shit, it, it asks, when you take that out, man, it's no good. No. No. There's been many years like this, so mm. maybe one one year they'll they'll invite the Negroes out Keep there. Keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. Uh, let's roll over to the ladies. They have the Amundi Avion Championship. Give us the rundown on that. This will be at the Evian Golf Club, and this was uh, this will be uh, actually over in Paris, somewhere. Um, I can't remember the name of it's. It's in within the vicinity of Paris, um, in France, over there. Um, this course is a par of seventy one, with a total of six thousand five hundred twenty three yards. Um, this course was designed by Steve Smyers. Um, this event has been taking place, I believe. Um, at this course, I believe they've been doing this uh, event since the 90s. Yep. Um, Jin Young Ko was your 2020 winner. Oh. And, uh, you know, this will actually be the third LPGA major of the year. So the ladies still have this and one more major left. Uh, this is, you know, we're talking good bread here, $4.5 million. Um, And it should be, there should be some good golf. I think uh, the ladies have been playing very well. Um, and they've had some international tournaments, but... This will be a true test. Yep, I agree. Good field. Got the quarter sisters out there. Mm-hmm. Patty Tavatonikit is out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just it's just loaded. So um, let's get into our picks. I think I'm going to roll with uh, Nelly Corda. And then my sleeper is Patty Tavatonikit. Um, they're all playing good golf. Let's, let's just see what happens. Uh, what's your pick? I'm going. I'm just saying quarters. Okay. I just it could be you know they they've been playing. They actually played good last weekend too. They were you know it just didn't didn't fall in place. But uh, Jin Young Ko too. I think even though she won last year, sure you know back to back, go out it, there and get it. It could happen. Look for MB Part Two. Mm-hmm. Can do some work. So look for a good tournament. There's some good golf. Make sure you check them out. Uh, get out there and do some things and. And just enjoy. Speaking of diverse things, like we like to speak of diversity and women in sports and and Negroes in sports and such. Um, our diversity topic of the week is how to be more socially conscious golfer. Um, this was on golf.com. So it was a, a, a great article. It was basically saying, hey. Uh, when you have newcomers of uh, different backgrounds, how to welcome them to the course and what the world of golf needs to do in order to welcome uh, us Negroes out there mm-hmm. or, you know, anyone else. So what was your thoughts on this? It was good. I mean, what the, you know, some will break down the article for, for the listeners here. Um, you know, I, I think it, you know, the, the biggest themes that they kind of talk, they talked about in the article was really to, to be an advocate and then ask for change. So if you, you know, if you're, if you're at your, at the place where you play or you're in some kind of a club environment and you don't, you don't kind of see things that, that are kind of, you know, equal or things that you think can be improved, talk about it. You know, the, the best way to try to make change is, is to, to, to say something and just inquire and, and ask about it. I think that, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with um, that and be an advocate try to try to make change and push for change where you think it should it should happen i totally agree um 
expanding your network, making sure that you're kind of <clears throat> bringing new people into the fold. Um, it's a good way to kind of ex- expand, um, you know, your own personal comfort level. And I think just to meet new people, what, what do you think about that one? Uh, love it. Uh, it's a good way, like you said, networking. Uh, sometimes we, we can go out there in a twosome. We've been there before when we played, and we just meet some cool people. Right. We've networked. We met a young man out there that's playing golf, and he wants to play with us all the time. Um, it's it's just a good way to meet people, mm-hmm. different backgrounds and such, um, and just, just being diverse. Um, it, it's interesting because, you know, they, let's run through this, like, one through, I think it was, what, one through six or seven? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one was pushing diversity at your golf club, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, you really don't have total control of that, but if you show up and play and more people are playing, Mm -hmm. uh, it'll push that diverse thing because not a lot of us brothers and sisters belong to a private club. So, but that's what I'm saying. You got to push that, push it. I mean, you know, you got to, uh, you know, maybe there's a way to, to push for change. Sure. You know, or, you know, we need more, we need more people of color that own golf courses. Sure. So that way, you know, memberships can be maybe structured different to allow, you know, more and more people of color to play. Totally agree. Um, Number two was welcome more people into mm -hmm. the golf economy, which is, you know, what it is like, Hey, let's golf is making a ton of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Welcome them in. Let's do some jobs. uh, Get people paid. People at the top. uh, Make them more diverse. Uh, three was don't make excuses and push folks away. So a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, this happened. You know, these people are here. It's cool. But someone always tries to find an excuse to to kind of get around the diverse topic. Right. Um, just deal with it and say, hey, we're not diverse enough. Let's let's bring the, these Negroes here and uh, let's play some golf. And don't accept it either. Like, you know, don't you know, don't accept the, an excuse either. I think that's that's important too right you know and it's hard it, i mean it's hard because that's you know that's what a lot of i feel like time over time over time that's kind of what you know it's just they try to close one door and close another door close another door you just got to keep trying to open them sure uh the big one which is next support black on golf businesses mm-hmm. it's no surprise over covid there's been a lot of black businesses last week shout out to ty uh, or a couple of weeks ago, we had Ty on from uh, Deuce Premium. Uh, he's making waves uh, and putting his product in PGA golf stores. You got Eastside Golf out there. You got an up-and-coming company, Golf Gents, doing their thing. Um, and these bigger companies are making waves. So uh, put them on. If they make a good product, uh, get out there and, and, and share the wealth because there is a ton of money in golf, and it can be spread around. So support some of the black uh, or any minority businesses that have to deal with golf. And if you go on Instagram, you'll find them. They're out there, and they make some great products. Um, five, tell the stories of Groundbreakers. So on this show, we try to do that. Um, we have talked about John Shippen. Um, we talked about Renee Powell, um, Althea Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, we just try to highlight the people that had a hand in golf. This is huge. Mm -hmm. Even for us, we didn't know anything about this history. Some of these people, um, I think on our first or second episode, we watched Muni and, and talked about it. And Mm -hmm. 
it opened up my eyes even more to to the history of golf. What say you? It kind of it, it brings it brings history to the forefront, right? When you um, you know, for me, I always just kind of thought of of golf as just kind of you know it's a sport people play, right? And so. You know, I've learned a lot just from this podcast, just since just we haven't been doing this that long. But I've, I feel like my whole knowledge has kind of opened up and expanded in a topic that, that I thought I knew some stuff about, but really didn't. And so I think for me, it's kind of helped, you know, help me understand things in a different light and understand how people have blazed a lot of different trails. I kind of think like what we're doing here, we're having conversation, but, you know, two brothers having conversation about golf, man, like we're doing it like no other people do it. So it's, you know, I agree. and we wouldn't be doing that if we didn't, if, if we weren't, you know, if we didn't hear these types of stories and, and had that kind of inspiration. So sure. Uh, six was support black college, college programs. Mm-hmm. So the HBCUs we covered on this uh, HBCU golf programs have struggled. Some of them are getting built back. Um, and we just need athletes to go out there and play golf. Like there's not enough brothers and sisters playing golf for HBCUs, but there's not, not enough exposure either. Right. Um, you're just not going to see those golfers on TV every week um, that you may see. And, I mean, you don't see a lot of college golf on TV anyways. You see it on a golf channel when there's like major stuff on the line. Right. So they can kind of highlight who's or coming in. Yeah, it's like an amateur that's you know yeah. like or you know they they're not they don't have their tour card yet right, right. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know it's coming right right for sure yep. so we got to do that and then the last one we just got to support support uh, the black agenda so um, the black agenda as it was defined in this article a plan to invest nurture support and grow the game among the black community at the grassroots level which will pay dividends for years to come. Uh, the black golf economy needs a stimulus, as the article said. And that's very true. We just, uh, I see a lot of brothers and sisters more and more out there playing golf. Uh, within, I say like five years ago, you didn't see so much. There was a few of us out there, but it's huge. And COVID has brought a lot of people to golf. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for some of the motherfuckers to go away so I can get some tea times, but <laughs> yeah, that's no in my hate of the week for sure. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, we definitely need to uh, start making a shift uh, towards that. Yeah, I totally agree. So let's get into something lighter, though. Let's get into our front nine. Uh, we always come up with a list of nine items, uh, a topic, and give our rankings of nine items that we want. And this week it's board games because everyone likes to play games. Cause I'm a player, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, Shug, let's go through the front nine your top board games that you love to play. Dope. So I'm gonna start with chess. Um, I do like to just play some chess. I think that's pretty. It's a pretty strategic game. Yeah. Um, a lot of brain power used, and a lot of uh, it teaches you a lot of patience. So lo- love, love chess, man. Um, along with that checkers, I think again, strategy, um, and you can, you can light people up, man, when they ain't paying attention. So, you know, I always love those two truth monopoly. Got to throw that one on there. You know, big bank, take little bank <laughs> out there trying to get park Avenue and, and, and all them streets, man. 
So um, I also like Life. Life was always dope to me. Uh, Sorry. Sorry was a good one. Uh, Battleship. Uh, Trouble. Trouble was dope. Um, Operation. If you ain't played Operation, man, you, there's something wrong with you as an individual. Um, I think that 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 is like everyone like to play doctor. Huh? Oh yeah, come on, y'all know everybody. Um, and then I'm a, I'm gonna go with with one that a lot of people might not know about, but it's the OG <clears throat> and it's Pente. Y'all don't know what Pente is, man. You need to do some research on some Pente. Pente you, is you the me. original Connect Four. Like Connect Four is easy. Pente is different game, oh. but it's all it's about four. I gotta play this. Yeah, I'm. I have the old school Pente game. Uh, C pipes, I believe you. I, I think C pipes out there knows what Pente is, and uh, it's dope, dude. You guys need to check out Pente, brother. I am the Connect Four King, so uh, if it's anything like that, I'm on. Mm-hmm. And Pente, you could play with, you could play with a lot of people because the board is big. So it, it, think of Connect Four with on a on a larger scale. Oh shit, you got me. Yeah, we gotta play. Uh, my top nine. You mentioned all these, so I have Monopoly, Life, Battleship, Checkers, Operation, Trouble, and Sorry. But had a couple other ones on there. Um, hungry hippos. Oh shit! That's old school, man. But it yeah. was it was fun. Um, and then Candyland. I always used to. It always made me want to eat gumdrops and shit. But it was a it was a yeah. fun game. Um, and then Clue is an honorable mention. Like you yeah, had to Clue. think a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit old school. They made a couple of movies and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. And then there was a game when I was a kid, and you might remember this. So it had like this yellow spinner thing and you had a hand and you had these chips and it was like this this thing that was spin around like and then and you had to dump the chips in the mouth and the face looked like he was like a burglar or something man me and my little sister used to fuck that game up Mm. all the time but i can't remember the name of it i'll look it up but that game was dope and I'm sure some of you guys are going to say, you missed some games, mm-hmm. and these are our favorite games. Well, reach out to us. Let us know. Let us know. And if you're hating on our list, we'll still talk about your mama no matter what. And don't come don't come at us with no game like they have now. I saw one game the other day. Uh, it was on a Cartoon Network. Something about, like, where the game is, the, the objectives is to get the something to, to poop or something. It was, what? I, I swear, dude, it was like, I have to, I'd have to find the stupid commercial, man. But it was like, you know, you had to do, you, it's like you feed the, it's like you feed whatever the thing is <laughs> and then it like poops or something. And I was like, come on, man. What kind of fucking game is this? Shitty look. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, look, we need some, we need, we need a, we need like a, I'm going to look at the fucking game up. Yeah. It sounds terrible. It, it sounds, it, it is terrible. But, but I, people are going to buy that shit. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like it was on Cartoon Network, like during oh. the day. Oh, yeah, uh, that's it. What is Do- it Doggy do. Doggy do. Doggy do. Doggy do. And I think you feed doggy the dog do. and everything and then it shits. Like that's the game. Like that's the objective of the game is to get the dog to shit. Like I, that happens in everyday real life, man. You're like, right. My dog shits and it's yeah, not man. fun cleaning it I'm, up. No, nah, dude. That's this game. I don't want to play on a board game. Yeah. I'm, I just go outside. I, I fucking got to go outside and just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. 
terrible, on, man. Terrible. Before we get into the back nine, we talked about golf black businesses and supporting the back nine and the partisan prep this week. If golf gents, great line, great up and coming company, uh, doing pretty well. Check them out. Let's hear from them. Get your gear up. We all need practice. So why not practice in style? Golf Gents has the dopest gear for the weekend golfer. From the wasted hat line to the master's line, Golf Gents has you covered. For being a friend of Don't Be Alarmed, use code WASTED and receive 20% off your order. Head on over to www.golfgents.com. Golfgents.com. Hit them up. Let's get into our back nine, our partisan prep. So we're going to talk this week on our prep. We've been off of golf for almost a month now. We played last week just a, a short par, par. We played a back nine actually last week, but we've got our partisan prep, um, getting ready for a hard knock slice, no hooks tournament. Um, so what are you doing to better your game this week? Uh, definitely stretching, man. Trying to get, uh, trying to get back to some kind of a normal golf rotation. Um, <clears throat> and I'm going to hit the range um, multiple days leading up to uh, this Sunday. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get out and sneak in any golf activities I can before this weekend. Um, I looked at the course. Uh, it's going to put you in some situations where you're going to have to lay up. You're going to be in between clubs, and you're going to have to hit it straight. Um, some courses you can get away with spraying it around and scrambling to save your game, but uh, this one, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. I'm, I'm really focused on my putting. Um, I lost a lot of strokes um, in our earlier tournament to just – shitty putting and actually shitty chipping which is not me because you know i have pretty good short game so it uh just hasn't worked out and i'm hoping to to take care of that this week so i mean everyone's out there dan is the last tournament's champion congrats man for real yeah and and we'll see who's gonna come out here uh suge i'm paired with you in the match play this week Um, we'll see how that goes. I think we're in a pairing with uh, the Nature Boy mm-hmm. and Dan the Man. So be cool. We'll have a, a good foursome out there. So we'll see what happens in this tournament. Looking forward to it. I got a new putter too, man. So I'm I'm actually pulled the plastic off of that shit while we were going to the first hole. Yeah. So you know that was uh, it's all right. So you might you might see you might see a different uh, different putting game out there from from uh. Should I, I actually can't lie to you, Shug. You were putting pretty good with that new putter. Yeah. So you got to keep that together. Uh, you were actually striking the ball pretty good too for us to be off a little bit. So yeah, we're we're gonna see what's what's gonna happen. And uh, definitely, you know, like to thank the sponsor Crown Royal for the <laughs> for the assistance. <laughs> Shit, it's that swing lube. It yeah, gets man. me. I got to remember to do that every time before a round. I always forget at least have a couple of shots, just straight raw, you know, straight down to the system. Yep. And then it gets me Get going. It. 
Get it over with. Yep. So, uh, plan on doing that. So, that's all we have for the back nine, pars and prep. Nothing special. Uh, we have our tournament this week. We'll let you know the results next week on how we fared on that. And I know some of you guys, since you guys can't see it and you're not a part of it, you guys don't give a fuck. But, uh, you know, we don't give a shit either. So, uh, let's move on to our great segment. Everyone loves this segment. If you want to be a part of this segment, reach out to don't be alarmed. We're Negro at gmail.com and send us your hate. You can hate on us. You can hate on something out there and we may share that with our listeners. So anyone can reach out to that email and send some hate and we're going to talk about you and your mama. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so, uh, let's go ahead and get into our, hate section of the week. So before we give our hate, uh, got this, uh, hate kind of hate, kind of a compliment. I don't know. Uh, said they really enjoyed the short episode last week so much. So that folks said we should keep it sweet like this and keep our guests from rambling. Um, so for me, your mama likes it long. So we do it long. And so we're going to keep doing that uh, as long as we can. And we had a short show because we're on vacation. Right. And uh, maybe you should take your greasy, ashy ass on vacation, too, (laughs) and stop sending us these bullshit emails, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But besides that. Hey, and you know what? What I'll say, too, if you don't, these are podcasts. You can fast forward. Yeah. That's it. Be smart. But I'll get into my hate. Uh, let's talk about how hard it is to get a tea time. Uh, I mean, you can call a week, a week and a half events, except for our course that we always like to play at, which I won't mention the name, so motherfuckers don't start booking there. But uh, it's it's like almost you need a raffle system. Um, it's City Park here. Good luck getting on there. Uh, it's been on our schedule for our tournament. For what three weeks now And it just got moved again I don't know if it's because of that But I'm pretty sure just the booking And the coordination for A few folks to go out and play Uh, COVID is a big major Reason for this Uh, It's opened up And people are out playing But a lot of people picked up golf Because of COVID Because it was an activity that they deemed safe To be outside and be away from people So Um for all those COVID golfers that only were out there and you're still shanking shit, just go ahead and hang that shit up so we can buy your clubs, your used clubs, and your carts, and all your shit like that, and we can get tee times. So that's about it. I'm hating. I sound like a big hater. and I know I'll get some responses from that, but, you know, I don't really care, and you can get these nuts. All right, Shook, go ahead. Man, so I have a couple. I usually have a couple. So I'm just going to go with these. All right. So I'm going to sound like an old man. It's going to be like a get off my lawn fucking moment, but I'm just going to go ahead and go there, you know, because (laughs) when I see people either like just, this happens more a lot in my job, man. And just seeing people like give up, dude. So like the answer's right there. 
Yeah. Right there. All you got to do is just dig a little bit deeper. Most people are not going to give you the answer, right? It's life. You got to figure it out. But I feel like uh, some of the some of the folks who don't come from a lot of experience, I'm just going to put it that way. Yeah. They they give up easy. And instead of trying to, okay, let me take a step back and try to figure out the the solution to this, which someone might have already given you some a hint to it. Quit giving up, man. Figure shit out. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying, man, because if you would spend the time to figure it out, it'd be one less call to a call center. It'd be one less call to your help desk. It'd be one less call that your fucking HR team has to deal with. You see no. what I'm saying? Like you're getting paid already. Just saying. Truth. Right? Can't answer can't argue with that yeah, at all. It's just some just some just some bullshit. So not even hating, it's just fucking facts. You know, people are gonna talk about you talking about your work stuff. They already hated on that. That's fine, but I'm just saying it's some bullshit. Like I'm just saying that that's one this there's there's people in this world in this non experienced generations that be fucking giving up and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they're they're gonna get on you. You can get on and me say that and, and you can get on as well. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Thank you. So this this next one is is where I really have a I, I have a problem with this because I continue to see this dumb shit happen over and over and over again. Now, I understand people want to be supportive of their kids, and I know I might get some hate on this one, and I don't care. Sure. But I'm just gonna say this, dude. When I see another mom dye their hair the same color as their kid if it's electric blue purple and had incredible whole green shit like that come on man you're 40 fucking five years old dude you're 40 fucking five years old now i can understand you want to do this for a little bit maybe a week you're going on vacation hey mom's gonna do something fun cool I get it. Or dad's going to do something fun. But when that shit goes a couple months, come on, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I am actually hating on that shit. Are you not going to die your shit? I can't. I can't. I don't have no shit to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just get some paint? Let me go ahead and if my, look, if I, you know what I'm saying? Like, what am I just going to go like? You know, paint just, your goatee like a I'm, little streak in the fuck middle. Fuck that! <laughs> no thanks. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying, man. I'm I'm hating on the shit that I see on the way on the way to on the way to the podcast, man. Rolling, see this car full of green fucking hair. The whole car has green hair. Oh, the mom, the dad, and the kids. What the fuck, dude? They love green. I hey. Something. Now, if there's no, 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 get me the, here's what I'm gonna say. Now, if there's something going on and like, you know, there's a situation where it's like, you know, like the kid wanted to do this is like like their last wish or something like that. All for it. But this this weird shit. If you if I see more people coming to work with weird colored hair like that, <laughs> just some weird shit, man. <laughs> it's weird shit, dude. That's all I'm saying. And y'all can hate on me for that too. I don't give a fuck. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps up our hating segment of the week. Hey, if you want to send your hate, don't be alarmed. We're Negro, not S, Negro at gmail.com. And uh, send us your hate. And we love to hear from you. So. Hey, 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 Before we get into our golf gig and song of the week, Sugar and I are stylish on the course. And we've been pushing in style. Moto Caddy got us super right with the N5 GPS D8C electric caddy with downhill control, electric parking brake. Nine speed settings, GPS, Nina. Nina, GPS onboard charging for all your devices and many other features. Motocaddy, the number one car company in the world, can get you right for the course today. Head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts they have to offer for all your budgets. So go out there and get you a Motocaddy push cart mm-hmm. for sure. The weather going to cool down at some point, and you know you can, depending upon where you live, but uh, get out there and get your walk on as well. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to put some D's on my cart, man. Looking nice. Oh yeah, can already put beats on them and shit. So yeah, you, know. you, you ain't never lied. So you gonna hear you gonna hear the Negroes coming. Yes, sir. We here. Golf gig and song of the week. Give us a rundown of this song. Classic man. Classic. Um, I mean, middle school dances, like I was talking about earlier. I mean, this was a staple staple. This is like an American cultural song, man. Um, and again, RIP to biz Marquis rest in power, brother. Yep. You will be missed. Um, and thank you for the blessing that you gave to us, man. Um, you're up there with some legends and I know they welcome you with open arms, brother. Um, but we're going to get into just a friend by biz Marquis. A girl that you tried to date But a year to make love She wanted you to wait Let me tell you a story in my situation I was talking to this girl From the US nation The way that I met her was on tour at a concert She had long hair and a short mini skirt I just got on stage Dripping pouring with sweat I was walking through the crowd And guess who I met I whispered in her ear Come to the picture booth So I can ask you some questions To see if you're 100 proof I asked her her name She said blah 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 she had nine, ten pants and a very big bra I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange Then when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend, she said, no I don't I only, only have, have a friend. friend Come on, I'm not even going for it This is what I'm going to Everyone say. sing it You Yep you got what I need And you say he's just a friend And you say he's just a friend Oh baby you Got what I need Uh huh You say he's just a friend What? And you say he's just a friend uh. Oh baby you mm. Got what I need But you say he's just a friend Man, a true classic. Man, legend, bro. And everyone sings that song. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are, dude. You've been, you've heard the whitest of white folks sing that song. I've heard, I've heard a, a stone cold 
essay, jump out of a chair and sing this song. <laughs> so you know, I th- you know, kudos, uh, man. This this was a, I think he was a revolutionary type of dude, man. I was at Cold Crush and I seen them see walk into the song. <laughs> no lie, for real. I seen them for do real, that, man. and to the to the heat of the night or whatever that Phil Collins song was. Yeah, they would see walk into that. Uh, hey, I've never seen it before in my life. Motherfuckers is creative yeah. when with the music. They are. Dog. I mean, they it are. might not understand it all the time. Yeah, but motherfuckers is creative. They are. Yep. Biz Marquis, shout out to him for sure. Rest in peace. I remember seeing him on uh, MTV when they did the spring break thing. Yeah. And nothing but white kids in the crowd yeah. at spring break. It's and he spring was, again. Yeah. And was that, killing oh, it. Oh, shit. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. That, that song was dope too, man. So, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Losing our legend. So, mm-hmm. we're at the end of the show. We want to give our shout outs. Um, so, sure. Go ahead and give your shout outs. Hey, you know, I'm going to keep them short. Just uh, shout out to the listeners. Uh, we got, you know, we got the Red Cup boys coming. Um, yeah. You know, everyone that's supporting us, we appreciate it. The fa- uh, everybody um, from my family to your family, um, you know, to our extended families, man, we appreciate all the love and support and you guys telling us to keep keep pushing, man. So we're going to keep doing that. Um, and then, you know, shout out to my, my Negro over here, man. We, we made it through 24. Yes, sir. We're, we're keep pushing and we're growing. I love it. So uh, shout out to the fan band, my family. Uh, shout out to my son, man. He he hung out a little bit with us on and listening to the podcast, the CJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and his, his friends kicking butt in flag football. I appreciate the athleticism. And uh, then he turns around and goes, plays golf with uh, his pops and his uncle. So appreciate that. Uh, shout out to Bushwood, always. Uh, Hard Knock Slicers, we'll see you this weekend. Red Cup boys, as Shug said, coming soon. We're going to talk all sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to kick it off with this football season and fantasy, and it's going to be fun because uh, a lot of our friends and homeboys are very opinionated, and you're going to get very heated mm-hmm. at our takes for sure. Oh, yeah. And wait wait till you meet some of these cats and the teams that they support. Yeah, you're, you're going to be amazed. Some they, of them need Jesus. Yeah, the expectations. That they have on their their teams is something else. Out of hand. Out of hand. Out of hand. Um, and then the listeners who keep keep just you know really fucking with us. Like I, me and Suge just jumped out on this, and we love golf and getting into it, and we just want to throw a pot out there. And you guys are are fucking with us, so uh, appreciate that. Um, and so Suge, wrap us up. Hey, as we always say, make sure you take care of yourself, but take care of each other as well. And with that, we out. <laughs> Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. This is El Negro.